Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. We have Baseball Month and today we are talking about the babe. Not the one with the pig. <laughs> Made me a little sad. But I guess that'll do. Hey, the babe here stars John Goodman, Kelly McGillis, Trini Alvarado, and Bruce Boxlentner. And this is going to be a fun one today. As we have, I'm Nick. I'm Kev. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And wait, actually, we need some help here. Hold on, let me put on my mirror up. Wait, wait. Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter. Oh, 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 hi. <laughs> Hi, Brian! <laughs> Alright, folks, we needed some special help here because we are talking about a Yankee podcast, and I really, really wish that this was a visual medium because you could see the Yankee fan who's here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I had to actually balance this out, so I dug up my Red Sox sweatshirt. I think you're. I think we might still have your Red Sox winter coat, but it's, it's like somewhere. deep in the closet somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to balance this out, really, just, <laughs> just to say, hey, you know, <laughs> because we are in full. There's no yeah. more hatred in here, <laughs> No, it's no. like they won after, what, 80 years or something? 86 years. 86 yeah. years, yeah. so it's like, all right, we're, we're not mad anymore. It was very yeah. cathartic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though they, they've been, um, even though the Yankees were winning so many years, the Red Sox still had some... Some years they've had better teams than the Yankees. They mm. just never had. It just yeah. the luck didn't work they didn't out. Win That's them. all. Yeah. They, yeah. they yeah. Yeah. Six, seventy five. It was the curse. Yeah. yeah. Eighty eighty six. That was just heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And very angry. But yeah. not getting to that. Oh, yeah. well, so Brian Monish joins us from the historic Pen Tribe Show, a fellow forty forty one media crossover event. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was actually had the privilege of doing one of your shows recently. Yeah. So, um, for the listeners, and because we're all a part of Massachusetts, I've just got to ask you a question for you being a Yankee fan. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad was a big Yankee fan, and he grew up in New Jersey. Well, he, actually, he was born in Fall River, but he grew up in New Jersey. Um, they moved out there, I think, for jobs and stuff. So he grew up in New Jersey when he was, like, I think a teenager, basically. Then they moved back. But by that time, he, had, he was basically, I think it was from like when he was like a t 10 years old to a teenager. But anyways, when I was a kid, I um, my dad obviously watched the Yankee games, and they had WPIX on down here. So I used to watch the games with him every pretty much every every night that it was on, because it wasn't always on, um, the Yankee games weren't always on TV. Uh, but when they were, I'd watch them. And Saturdays, um, I would watch, like, every Saturday afternoon. My, me and my dad, he would get... Uh, Six Coney Island hot dogs. It was five by five. Get one free. Gee, I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually, the one in Somerset, though. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ's down the road here. So no, yeah, I heard of that one too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah. And then we used to go back and watch the game. <laughs> that sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah. And so I've just always kind of enjoyed baseball, especially yeah. the Yankees. Yeah. So it really just comes into your childhood, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Good. I think actually, cause I even remember when I was a kid, I used to have like Yankee jackets and Yankee hat, and well, like so you I do right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of always. No, it's really funny because I grew up in a strict like Red Sox household, but my brother was a Yankee fan from I think like the age of five or six until he hit about teenage oh. years, and then he switched because I don't think he wanted to hear us like. Yeah. Bragging on him anymore? Yeah. But my brother grew up a Yankee fan, which was funny because nobody in my family was. <laughs> oh. 
Was he just trying to rebel, you think? Or? I don't know. Like, you're <laughs> not just, Chris, you're weird. Some, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think I said it last time, though, the, the Yankees had some great players. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. respect where respect's due, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, undeniably. Mm-hmm. So, undeniably. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, you know, so we're talking about really the ultimate Yankee would... You're the authority on this. Would you say he really Babe Ruth is Babe, the ultimate? Oh yeah, Yankee? for sure. Arguably yeah, sure. the best like, baseball player of all times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, why? Why do you think so? Well, because he was a great pitcher, Hall of Fame pitcher, and a Hall of Fame yeah player. That's kind of rare, isn't it? Yeah, I'm very sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would, ima- I would imagine you're either you're the one or the other. You're not really great at both. No, I mean and, I, I'm terrible at both. But yeah, no, no, you're really not. Well, as that's I mean, not great at both. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, as the game progressed, and when they split from the National League and the American League, National League players, their pitchers bat. American oh, League, sure. they don't. Yeah. So, that was that is pretty rare in itself mm. that you have a pitcher who can also hit. Yeah. So yeah. Like even with them, there's a Japanese player for the Angels who, um, he started out as a pitcher and an outfielder, but then he got hurt and he couldn't. Um, I guess he couldn't pitch anymore. Mm. I don't know if he's going to be pitch, uh, going back to pitching, but he's been just DHing. Um, but he was a good hitter in Japan. He's not nearly the hitter that Babe Ruth was, but right. So that's why where it comes in. It's rare. It's neat. Yeah, well, it's neat. Ba- Babe Ruth was something of like basically a, a mutant. Essentially, yeah. that was yeah. like that was his X Men power. Was yeah. like baseball. You know, baseball. Very very good at baseball. Yeah. yeah. I can hit a ball. Yeah, the movie kind of showed that. <laughs> and hit a ball hard. <laughs> I, I've got to pick on him a little bit because it was mainly a Yankee, but yeah. to a degree. But still, this... I enjoyed this. Yeah. The movie's oh, good. A lot, it's, yeah. They take a lot of liberties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I think it was mostly, like, with time frames. Like, when yeah. something happened as opposed to, you know... To something else happening, it was a bit off. Yeah, they played. They played with the. They played with the time. They played with his character a little bit because Mm. he was not goofity, and Goodman came off as goofity. Yeah, and that's not what he was like at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They did. They played with timelines though. Yeah. The the whole uh, the kid that was sick. Yeah. And. There's some speculation there that that wasn't actually real. Like that was a big like. A publicity stunt, <laughs> and the, the kid didn't ask him for two home runs. The kid didn't ask him for any runs at all. Yeah. Babe Ruth sent him a telegram that said, "I'll hit a uh, I'll hit a home run for you on this Wednesday's game or something." Yeah. And he ended up hitting three home runs that day. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> Actually, to get into that though, um, let's just find where that is. Johnny Sylvester yeah. was actually real. Yeah, he's a real guy. Yeah, it, yep. really, it really did happen, and um, but you're right. It's just it didn't quite pan out exactly as it is. For, yeah, like well, you hit two kid, home runs for me, Mister. He wasn't actually in New York. No, like or anywhere sure. near him. He was in a different state altogether. Yeah. Um, and there was a a lot of things that he got kicked in the head by a horse, and then he had like. Uh, strep throat and all sorts of things that were happening at once and uh, miraculously after you know the babe said he was going to do this the kid like got better which is why it was like I don't think Babe Ruth had anything to do with it but it was more of a hey publicity stunt let's get our names in the papers right that's why but it, there you can't really tell because 
yeah. we, aren't, we aren't there and it's not like we can go back and see right yeah, he was actually in New Jersey. Yeah. And he was very far south in Jersey, almost Philly, almost Maryland. Mm. And yeah, you're exactly right. It just, yeah, he hit three home runs Wednesday, October 6, 1926, mm. uh, after the Yankees lost seven games. And it kind of. Yeah, everyone really does take liberties with it, but I think the story kind of just takes its own life. I mean, they, it, a, lot of it, a lot of it got right. Yeah. They got a lot of it right. But they did take a, a few liberties here and there with, yeah. uh, with the storyline. Oh, yeah. Um, they didn't actually get into the, uh, the um, what is what I want to say? The fight, basically, between Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. There's, right. There was a big rivalry there right, for... Yeah. But not even just that. They were angry at each other for, like, a period of seven years. Yeah. They didn't get into that in the movie. No, it was just briefly touched on, like, hey, this was a thing, and... Yeah, but the thing, the reason yeah. that they got into a fight to begin with was stupid and petty and yeah. had nothing to do with baseball. Well, see, but the but being petty seems like a thing the babe would have been yeah. down for. I think kind of they all were, though. Um, um, okay. Luke, yeah. Luke Eric had a thing with... He was kind of a mama's boy. His yeah. mother was always there. Um, and yeah, that was talked about in the movie. But um, what happened was when Babe Ruth's daughter, um, when, his, when her mother died and yeah. she ended up living with them, his mother said, not during like a press conference or anything, but around reporters, that it's really sad that he favors his wife's daughter and not his own. Like his wife's daughter is well-dressed and... Uh, better, it looks like she's better taken care of than his own daughter. Mm. And when Babe Ruth heard about it, he said to the press, she basically needs to mind her own damn business. And they stopped talking for seven years because of that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is kind of petty. It, it really wow. had nothing to do with baseball. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of petty in general. Would you be able to say that? Like Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth, were they kind of petty? or? I mean, Lou Gehrig, I never really felt like was petty. But then again, he was, I know he was very quiet. I mean, I've never really heard much about that as far yeah. as he goes. I didn't. I do know that they had like a some animosity because uh, when Gary came along, he had to share the spot. Ruth had to share the spotlight with him, and he wasn't used to that. Right? Yeah. And uh, but I think um, whenever I, I've heard too that uh, whenever uh, Ruth. Whenever Gary, whenever Gary did something, Ruth would like top him. He did like two home runs, so he couldn't like. Well, yeah, they were professional rivals. That, yeah. And yeah. That, but that made it fun. No, no, yeah. 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 But I'm sure there were things behind the scenes. Oh, too. absolutely. So it's kind of similar to like, um, you know, if you flash forward like 70 so odd, some odd years okay. where you have Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, where they were going for the home run record. Yeah, but they both weren't on the same team. Yeah. Well, it's still. Maybe Rod and Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, better. Yeah, a better sense of it. Yeah. So let's jump into the movie, kind of walk through some of the highlights. I honestly think this is worth checking out. It's a good movie. Because it's yeah. just, it's really relatively silly, and there's some parts of it that are kind of odd. Um, I do want to mention we do have our Patreon, patreon.com slash MTTM. Anything that you can give is certainly going to be wonderful. Please go ahead and do that. Um, and by the way, also stick to the end for fantasy casting. And uh, we do have one song we are going to go out with that's kind of related, not quite, but kind of funny. At least one to the last. 
So, the story begins in 1902 in Baltimore, Maryland, where seven-year-old Babe Ruth, troubled, not so disciplined, and what was the word? Incorrigible. Incorrigible. Is sent to St. Mary's Industrial School for Boys, a reform school and orphanage. Ruth's father, George George Herman Ruth Sr., can't handle raising the boy. And it's just, you think about this like 1902 style, it's like, hey, it's a new century. Take my kid. (laughs) (laughs) Sell this child to the church. There was was actually a couple of things that happened there. Nobody actually really knows the truth yeah. as to how he ended up there. They know that his father brought him, but nobody knows the reason why. Uh, it was said that it was that he, was he wasn't getting any supervision and yeah. he was getting in trouble. But there have also been reports that the police actually took him away from his father because his father owned a saloon. And he, the kid was just getting into trouble at the saloon. He was like seven years old and drinking beer. They, and he yeah. wasn't being watched. And it was actually oh. a dangerous place for him to be. Yeah. So, but, but like I said, there's conflicting stories. Yeah. Nobody actually knows the truth. And that kind of makes it a little bit legendy. Yeah. There was a brief mention that he had a drink at seven, yes. too. And um, the a smoke at six, yeah, smoke, smoke at six, at six yeah. yeah. Or was it the other way around? No, it was yeah. a smoke at six, a uh, drink at seven. Yeah, and uh, the brother Matthias Boltier, who was the pastor, played by James Cromwell, who is not Irish. I know. He was not Irish. He was from Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just know James Cromwell is uh, Zephram Cochran from Star Trek, but that's exactly where my vibe was going. Oh, yeah. Man. That's exactly where my vibe was going. I was like, I'm going to take you onto the holodeck now. Okay, wait. I'm going to go onto the holodeck. You're going to be Zephyr Cochran. We're going to listen to Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> of all the music to survive World War Three. <laughs> but that's a different uh, At the At the uh, school, Ruth is made fun of by Catholic missionary. Uh, well, taught by the Catholic missionary, made fun of by other children because of his large size. I'm not going to tell you what they actually called him because yeah. it is so bad. Because yeah. we'll, we'll go with beef slab chunk for this. Yeah. What, what they actually called him in real life was... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Let's just say that not, not a single one of us in this room should be saying that word. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Because he had a very large mouth, oh, mm. yeah, they called him N-word lips. Oh, Ooh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's why I said I it wasn't was going like, to say the word that they actually yeah. called him. Yeah. But they wouldn't put that in the movie, which was Mm-mm. smart movie. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, good move on that part. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah. I feel like I need a shower now. Right? <laughs> we can uh, pretend it was donkey lips, and that's the uh, inspiration for Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> yes. Good job, Eddie. <laughs> 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 so, the head of disciplinary at uh, Brother Boltier, Matthias, uh, at St. Mary's, introduces him to the game of baseball. He is, he is the baseball priest. Yeah. That's just just powers. I got a pretty good joy out of the fact when he hit the home run and he cracks the window. Yes. I've been praying for a miracle forever. (laughs) Now I got it. Okay. He actually made them a lot of money. Yeah. um, Because they would, like, kind of rent him out. Really? To different different, um, teams. Yeah. Uh, So... uh, for different yeah things and they would get money and concessions and things like that from it so yeah he he 
he brought them some uh, some decent bank. Wow, it's a good thing he got drafted. And right. And oh, the yeah. uh, where he gets drafted, it flash forwards fourteen years later. And what about the Baltimore Orioles? What if we just adopt Mr. Ruth? Uh, <laughs> what? If a company can adopt a child. Because well, I mean, companies like, are people, too. So it's, it's what? It's 1917? 
we get to the point of Harry Freeze. Oh, this man. Harry Frizzy. The man who likes the Broadway plays a hell of a lot more than he likes baseball. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it. I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. Yeah. We're not going to be here tomorrow. Oh. Okay. That was funny. You want to get steak or something? Yeah. Well, there's stuff here, and there's one scene that I absolutely love is the um, where he's introduced, like, okay, my owner at a fancy party is like a Harry's. <laughs> Tell a joke. Um. <laughs> oh, this is a fancy place. The food's really nice. Hey, pull my finger. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm thinking for a moment, like, this is me. I'm thinking I would be the girl in the back giggling her ass off. Yeah. Can you control it? Yeah, because like everybody in that room was straight up horrified except for one woman in the back. Like, <laughs> I was wondering if you talked to her, and I'm like, no relationship or anything, just a random talking to. Oh. I think it was supposed to establish that they had met each other before. Yeah, well, that ends and up being they, his they, second wife. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Basically, but at, oh, at okay. first, it's like they met each other and. They clicked, but it wasn't like a it wasn't meant to it be. wasn't like a lust thing or yeah. whatever. It was just a a fart thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like we get <laughs> yeah. we get each other through yeah. this place. So they're farting and drinking shots, and you know, like drink a fucking case of champagne. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one, two, three, go. And Babe Ruth also is in like taking advantage of the whole thing that he's a baseball guy, like. Yeah. Taking big checks and like doing everything that he can, spending money, riding around in a motorcycle. Give me a motorcycle. Okay, I'm riding a motorcycle. <laughs> I can't believe they locked me up for driving on the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he did actually do a lot of charity though. Everything yes. that they showed with the kids. Yeah. He did a lot of it and he did it without the press being around on purpose. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was basically an orphan without being an orphan, so yes, help out kids he would when help you can. Out yeah. kids makes, a lot. makes sense. Yep. Well, that's what you call really purpose from the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I know about this quite well. Yeah. Um, but really, where you find your most painful moment, that's where you can really give back to humanity in the yeah. very quick Reader's Digest version of it. So if you have that something, you never want to see somebody who's in that position be have the pain you felt. Right. So you try to build a little bit more, and that's understood, you know, without the press, too. It's just kind of, hey, let me do my thing, because it's not about me. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a selfless act that he yeah. didn't feel that it needed yeah. to be out there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. like when he was doing the shoes for the kids, like, yeah. the, the news guy got up in his face, just like, back off, I'll talk to you later, I'm yeah. doing this thing Yeah, now. this is my yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll talk to you later, we'll do that, and it, there's a kind of life-imitating art moment, at least as I saw it, at least for John Goodman at the time where he's eating at the diner and his first wife comes along as a waitress yeah. and he's eating everything in sight. I didn't actually pick up on that, so that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was wondering, what, how the hell can anyone eat that much? <laughs> <laughs> that was a visual joke there. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of identified with <laughs> Babe Ruth uh, a lot in this movie simply on the whole food motivation thing yeah because that's that's pretty much me like, yeah the only way i get through a really really rough day at work is just like i'm gonna go home i'm gonna have some raviolis <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a big sandwich 
And then I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. He is, he is very it, highly promoted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like I'm like a dog. You're just like, you want the treat? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized my new day job, how much I'm motivated by food. Yeah. <laughs> we got food in the, in the break room. I like Ooh. treats. Yeah. 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 It's like that Jim Gaffigan joke, you know, how cake unites everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cake. Terry's birthday. I hate that guy. Well, there's cake in the conference room. Mm. Maybe I'll say hello. Okay, well, he's not that bad. <laughs> 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 there's a um, there's a brief cartoon of uh, Seth MacFarlane's cavalcade of cartoons at John Goodman's house. Mm. Yeah, and the scene where the ta- like it's it's I wish I could play the audio, but it's more visual than anything. This the table is tipped towards the end, and John Goodman is like I, yeah, bro, you know, shoveling all the food into his mouth, and his more food. Yeah, and his kids and his wife are on the other side, just. Frightened and very frail. Yep, they're all they're all like yo emaciated. It's like, please, can we have some? We You'll do? eat what I'm done. Yeah, yeah. we are never done. <laughs> the, the, the best part of it at the end is a little kid goes, "Happy Thanksgiving." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just like, oh, you're my. But the the parts I don't think hold up is where he's like, and again, it's like. Babe Ruth being Babe Ruth and like, well, you're my girl. I'm gonna buy stuff for you. It's like, I'm I'm no, I don't want to be with you. I'm sorry, I screwed up. Here, have a horse. Yeah, three horses. Yeah, horse. I think I've heard that that might be that was true too. I guess he used to buy stuff for his first wife, and yeah. they were very uh, they didn't have like a lot of compatibility. Nah, well, I'm sure there was why did he want her? They were kids. They were yeah. when they got married. They were both still teenagers. Okay. Like, yeah. he was like first love. Yeah, they, was, they was were another married. timeline thing again. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. a mashup yeah. timeline. They were both teenagers when yeah. they got married. Yeah. Oh, they were married very very young before they did anything. And yeah, like, so we all know. Yeah, so we all know teenagers are idiots. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't really know you're not compatible until you really start living with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so Ruth is riding around in this Model T, which looked absolutely flipping gorgeous. It was oh, yeah. gorgeous. Have any of I you ever? The color. Yeah. Have you ever you ever ridden a Model T before? Yes, I have not. You have? Yes. Okay. Have you have you tried to drive it in the in the mud? I haven't tried to drive it. I was a passenger. Okay. Yeah. I drove one, and I and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. This is good. Hit mud, and it went dead. Because nope. <laughs> because it's got tires like you know like a racing bike. Yeah, they're, they're like, bike yes. they're bike wheels. Yes. Yeah, like that, that's all they are. They're bike wheels, and they have no traction whatsoever. No, There's no. a guy on my route who, yeah. who has a uh, restored Model T, and that thing is beautiful. Oh yeah, it, they're they're gorgeous machines. Yeah, they're gorgeous, but it just like did that, and you know, never mind if you hit a frozen patch, but yeah, it's like oh well, we're yeah, going sideways now. Yeah, it's like okay, we're just gonna have fun and. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It is like it's it's, yeah. it's, it's an Shops, electronic horse. Yeah, <laughs> there there's no horse. You know, well, there's there's no shock absorbers. There's no. It is like riding a horse. Yes. It is like riding a horse. There's nothing to it, and it's just uh, you know there's so much that goes on in this movie, and um, you know as we go through it, the. Red Sox win the 1918 World Series, which I kind of teared up a little bit, actually. And, and uh, Ruth goes on a mug and having, uh, you know, they, they buy the home plate farm. 
Yeah. <sighs> that was real. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, get, put, that, put that duck down. You'll be yeah. fine. It's like it's yeah. a chicken. <laughs> I really relate to that old man, though. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Yankee! <laughs> kill the Yankees! Kill the... Oh, I'm looking at Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back later after the trade. The guy's just like... Yankee. <laughs> this is a very bitter old man who's like, I'm not going to change my ways. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> it might be 19 tickety two. <laughs> we had to say tickety two because the Kaiser took our word for 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got it back, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, these fuckers were in Messerschmitts. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's an entirely different joke, str- joke <laughs> string. All right. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, so Frazee has the uh, play. I forgot the name of the play here. No, 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 Nanette. No, what is it? No, no, Nanette. Okay. Did you know anything about that? I don't know anything about the play. Say, I know the Gladiators of Musical was what like kind of sunk him later, but oh. Oh. Uh, have, no, no, Nanette was a different. I have a, a little tidbit here. Oh. Uh, no, no, Net ended up being like his biggest success because they redid it like thirty years later. Really? And it was based on this one, so this one tanked, but the one that he redid was a massive success on Broadway. Really? Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, oh, I mean, it's you know they they did tank, and people are walking out. Cause it's kind of lewd and crude, and of course, Babe walking out like, "Hey, that was funny as hell." That was great. I loved it. This whole thing with him losing money on that is another one of those you don't really know why he ends up selling Babe Ruth. There was a lot of stuff going on at the time, so when he he makes the trade for the hundred twenty five thousand dollars, you don't really know why. Now, Brian, you said this in one of your last episodes at yeah. the time of recording this. There was actually a little more than one hundred twenty-five thousand. Oh, oh, yeah, it was one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. He was sold for plus, uh, I guess the Yankees put a uh, that they paid a three thousand three hundred fifty thousand dollar uh, lien against uh, loan against the uh, the mortgage on Fenway Park. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that's neat. Well, I think I had heard about it, but I. You know, I forget about yeah. it. Right. You know, I was going to make the joke of just like, yeah, it's for $125,000 and a goat. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a little more than just a goat. Well, okay. technically, I guess Babe Ruth would have been the goat. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> well, the goat went to Chicago. <laughs> That's a different curse. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact oh, that the, the there was the Cubs in this one too because I was laughing going ha ha you're yeah. just like us <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same story uh, in case anyone's interested $125,000 is equated to 2020 is 1.8 million yeah damn yeah <clears throat> still kind of pennies compared to some of the trades that go on right now yeah okay. yeah yeah, yeah. if if we had someone like Babe Ruth in you know you know in baseball now, like I mean with his yeah. batting average and whatnot, he'd be getting four or five times that per game. You yeah. also have to remember back then there were less games in a season. Right. So everything that he did, yeah. if he had more time, if there were more games, those numbers would be up. How many were there? One hundred fifty four. Yeah. Because. Um, if you remember back when we did the six, the movie sixty one by yep. Crystal, yeah, um, the the reason why they didn't count Roger Maris's well, yeah, no, they didn't count it. They put an asterisk because the commissioner was, I guess, really good friends with uh, 
Babe Ruth and yeah. and um, Babe Ruth did it and he hit 60 home runs in 154 games but uh, so they said Mayor, they put a rule in before Maris hit 60 um, or 61 rather or even Mantle too because he was going for it too but um, they put a rule in before they accomplished it that they had to do it in 154 games which is kind of more because they wanted to help their friend right yeah yeah. Actually, I didn't even think about this because there's a good connection between those two movies because Claire um, yeah. hit, was super protective of his of his legacy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can kind of see it later on. Like, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they're both movies. You kind of see both of them. Yeah. How she's just like, you know, how Helen and... Um, by the way, with Helen, there's an amazing scene where they're on a boat. Yeah, Esther, where are you oh, going? Yeah. Hey, Sorry. come on, Esther, Helen. How the hell can you mistake those two names? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of showed in the movie, though, that he didn't pay attention to anybody's name. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Hi, Johnny. Helen. Hi, Louise. Helen. Ella. I love how he's calling her Ella, too. It's yeah. just like, Helen. Yeah. At least that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I should actually see it being like a pet name if yeah. you wanted to go that route, but yeah. uh, no. no. <laughs> if it was Dolores, we could replay a Seinfeld sketch. <laughs> uh, so Ruth is on his way to New York City, and New York City. Yeah, uh, get the rope. Sorry, <laughs> had a pace picante uh, flashback. <laughs> uh, there's actually you can see this fun scene where they're all united and um, having a fun time at Ruth's place and having a, you know and um, everybody dancing. Yeah, and Helen and Helen is just not having it. Yeah. She's she is not a big city girl. She doesn't want this. This is. Ugh. She's, she's just not having it. She's yeah. also addicted to pills at this that, point. Yeah. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. She, yeah, she, she was with them multiple times throughout the movie. Oh, oh she did? Yeah. I didn't catch that. I it. saw yeah. like little a little tiny one. black thing that she kept putting and popping yeah, and closing back that. up. Oh! I saw it at yeah. least at least twice. Like, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, uh, when they were on the train just before she had finally had enough, that was yeah. another time that she went into, like, went into a person's pills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she, wow. she was addicted to pills at that point. Yeah, the the scene though when they're all dancing and you could see he clearly like the the marriage they really just don't care. No, they really they don't care for each other, and he's just trying to keep the peace. So what he gets her a baby. What the fuck? Okay. Like, hey. Yeah, top that. Okay. Was that his mistress's baby? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I thought so. Um, there's no. Who's is it? Proof, Doesn't matter. But um, later on in years, his daughter did say that she was like the love child of him, and yeah. I cannot remember what her mother's name is. And the lady actually did verify that um, before she died. But wow. there was no like DNA or anything. But yeah, yeah that it he she was the product of a mistress. Yeah, there's. It's just a very bizarre scene in its own right. It's like, hey, I got something for you, and this black lady comes my out. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. It's like my first thought was like, yeah, I found this black lady. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, no. Oh, it's a baby. Yeah. The, okay. And the kid comes out. I'm like, oh. But she, he, he says this one line. I don't know if any of you thought of this differently. It's just like, who does this belong to? And he says, it belongs to... George Herman Ruth Jr. and his yeah. wife, yeah. Ellen Ruth. Yeah. And but it it 
I don't know if him and Dorothy had a good relationship. Or uh, it from, seemed like they they had an okay they, relationship. They, yeah. yeah, they had an okay relationship. But yeah. she uh, she actually wrote uh, her own autobiography. Yeah, and um, everything in it. Like she, she talked up her father. It was not any down stuff. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I, sure they had a decent relationship. Yeah, I haven't seen anything to say that he was a bad, bad father. No, an awful husband, sure, but very much so. Not At a bad father. At the beginning, father. he's an awful husband because yeah. when he actually marries, um, I cannot remember Claire. 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 Claire? Oh, Claire. Yeah. yeah. He changes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because people can change, but he was. Well, she whips him into shape. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was. He was an awful husband to Helen, but as near as I can tell, I couldn't see anything that said he was a bad dad. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's you take care, like okay, that's my per, that's mine. You're like and right, yeah. toward the end, you kind of see where you kind of changed a little bit. You know, it doesn't really yeah. show it, but they have, they have the the daughter, uh, the the daughter from Helen's. Yeah. Um, and he had her in the dugout. I don't know if he actually did that, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised the way he it's the way he was, and yeah. he had a, he had a lot of uh, clout. So yeah. if he oh, wanted yeah. something, he got it. Give it, to him. Yeah. it was a it was a nice touch. I mean, it was it's, cute. When you see it, it's like okay. And by the way, did how wild was this prosthetic nose? <sighs> That you see was, your, it, was it prosthetic? It, it's, it's, that's not John Goodman's nose. It, it did look a little pushed in. I'll yeah. admit that. So yeah, his nose isn't as decent, it isn't as wide. They did a decent job of it then, because honestly, it I did, didn't really. Yeah. It, it didn't really ping for me. No, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of John Goodman movies. Oh, I, I have too. It just yeah. it didn't even click. What, yeah. what did ping with me in this movie yeah. is after he has his you know meltdown after he's you know not doing so well. And yeah. Like yeah. you know basically tries to fight the whole the whole crowd. Oh, yeah. And they have and you know Claire has him in you know in the shower. Yeah. And like she's just holding them and I'm like his head. Oh, is yeah. easily the size of her entire goddamn torso. Oh. John Goodman is a giant. Yeah. He is a big man. He's yeah. also a weight. He, he has. He's yeah. also a, he's like a literal D&D giant. Yeah. yeah. He is a, he is a, a very yeah. tall in stature as well as, at that point, yeah. a very wide man. Large man, yes. yeah. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> he actually really did go into the crowd once too. I guess because yeah. nineteen, I think it was nineteen twenty. It was before Garrett, before they gave Garrett the captaincy. This is probably why they they were feuding a little bit. Yeah. But um, I guess Ruth was actually the f- first captain of the Yankees, and um, the, the the first day, I guess the uh, there was a heckler in the crowd, and he just he couldn't take it. He just went right after him. Pie really? Not, pie didn't chant. I'm sure he didn't scream, yell, yell, yell. Although, I guess you never know. But He might have. But, but he really uh, did go, I guess, and he fought somebody. Or I don't know how long it lasted. Uh, he, had, he, he had a temper. He yeah. did yeah. have a temper. <laughs> yeah, was, I'm thinking in the Roger Maris movie we watched where the... Um, He's getting close, and the fans are trying to like hold back because they're in the house that Babe Ruth built. Oh yeah. And they're all back, and then there's a guy dressed as Babe Ruth screaming at him, and he almost falls off the balcony. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I think I've heard that that happened too. I think. Yeah. It. I, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember some somewhere I I heard that. I don't know where. 
Yeah. Nearly falling off the balcony. I'm just I'm just remembering dangling the manager out the back of the train. Yeah. No oh, fine. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. fine. Okay. Say no. Smash cut. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he really did find them too. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. The oh, he beginning. did. Yeah. He definitely did. Yeah. Toward the beginning, I think they had a tenuous relationship, but then. Yeah. And By the end, I think Miller Huggins, they kind of moved Which away. manager was this? Uh, Miller Huggins. Okay. Um, the, he was their manager. I think he's, he, yeah, he started around 1918 and uh, till like maybe 1930. Oh, so he, was probably, he was the guy that Babe Ruth, I think, wanted to replace. And then they ended up getting Joe McCarthy. Okay. He was there for years. Yeah, and he, um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Babe Ruth's ultimate goal is to be, the, to be yeah. a manager and, yeah. you know, run the place and... Actually, a really neat scene with you know with Claire. Uh, clearly, he's cheating on his wife, but yep. you know, like, oh, you're married. Why don't you go back to the farm? Eh? <laughs> like, yeah, but right now I'm kind of hanging with you. But I want to teach the boys to go to sleep. <laughs> Tell the boys to go to sleep too. And um, right, so yeah, we're at the Johnny Sylvester scene, and okay, he visits him in the hospital, and it's the can you hit two boys for me, Mister Wolf? And the, I know he didn't say anything in the movie, but it's like, why, oh, please, can you please you, you do know, this? You know he'd have all the W's in his, uh, yeah. in his dialogue. Yeah. You please, please we, we. Mr. Wolf. Yeah. Please, <laughs> will we do that while eating a baby wolf? <laughs> oh, I love the lines like, you can't let a candy company name a candy bar a baby Ruth. They're taking money out of your pocket, and don't we still have some baby roots in here? I don't think so. Ah, oh, oh, man, I was thinking about that. That's an empty wrapper over here. <laughs> baby roots. <laughs> <laughs> I ate them the other day because I had to skip dinner and I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have gone through all of our half-price uh, candy bags from Halloween. Yeah. Where are we on that? Uh, we still got some Starbursts. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did we have candy? Yeah. There's a really interesting part where you see the kids taking the transistors and trying to rebuild the, the radio. Vacuum, yeah. the vacuum tube. I got one! I got one! Yeah. Of them. I'm trying to yeah. fix the radio. And then one kid bumps it, the thing turns off, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and. But I think we were all at that age where you had a TV that had rabbit ears. And oh, if yeah. You, if you stomped in the room just as much and you're not watching whatever yeah. show was on. We still do it. <laughs> we have an antenna that if I touch it, it'll bring the ra- it'll bring the signal in and I have to very carefully step back away from it or it'll start scrambling again. Yeah, or I lose it completely. When I was when I was a kid and I had braces and big honking wireframe <laughs> glasses, like legitimately my parents would have me stand near the TV because the reception came in better. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's yeah. like, I'm a satellite dish. <laughs> braces, bring it. It's like, hey, look, we got Mexican TV. You're welcome, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can see Mexican wrestling. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. See, the, the funny part is my mom has uh, like knee replacements now, so she's the one who could bring in like radio stations from Mexico. Yeah. Your dad too, actually. He's he's only got the one. Mom's uh, got both. True, true. true. So she's but like parents of cyborgs. So she's kind of like the mother from Pete and Pete. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, when she got her first knee replaced, I did try to see if a magnet would stick to her leg. It doesn't. It doesn't. It made me very sad. She was not pleased with the experiment either. I'm like, oh, come on, I had to try. 
Uh, Helen wants to uh, divorce Ruth, and they have this kind of understandable at this point as to why she wants to do that. I mean, he's right. never around. He, yeah. He's not around. Yeah. He's cheating on her all the time. Yeah. He's in the press all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, it's a lot for her. She doesn't like being social, apparently, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. Well, he makes good points, and I mean, I know a word. Oh, I want you to come dancing with me. Yeah. Well, I want you to be like, with but, you. But that's not my thing. Yeah. That's See, not what I do. They didn't and... really touch upon a lot of it in the movie, but um, yeah. he was raised very strict Catholic, yeah. like from the boys' home, and so in, you know, Catholic doctrine, you don't get divorced. Right. You can, you know, you cheat or whatever, and, you know, it looks down upon, but... You don't get divorced, and that was part of the reason he didn't want to. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. he was also... <laughs> he also wasn't a, quote, good Catholic, because if we remember from our Catholic upbringing, that it basically means, if it feels good, stop. Yeah. Right. And, ba and Babe Ruth didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, he kept going. He kept going there. I mean, if you're smoking and drinking when you're six and seven... I can kind yeah. of understand why he <laughs> yeah. went a little wild, though, yeah. because if you think about it, he went from a home that was very dysfunctional yeah. into a very strict regimen of an right. all-boys right. yeah. orphanage that he yeah. put to work, and, and, and corporal punishment own, was a thing. And that's yeah. its own form of dysfunction. Right. Yeah. So. And then he was let out. Yeah. So he went crazy, and it makes perfect sense because yeah. you've been you've been so sheltered and everything yeah. your whole life, and he obviously wasn't the type of kid that was easily disciplined. Yeah. So, going out and being undisciplined, absolutely yeah. he's going to go crazy. Yeah, and oh, yeah. kind of makes me think of, like, ex-cons do the same deal. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, okay, you're out, here's a bus ticket that'll get you five feet, and bye. Luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a bus ticket, here's a bindle, and uh, you're going to be unlikely to be hired anywhere except a pizza joint. Yeah. So, or Walmart. Yeah. Or Walmart. Yeah. Or Walmart, yeah. It's... It's understandable why she wants a divorce, and I mean, I get it, and I mean, where they're trying, like, hey, here's a farm, you like this, and like, oh, here's this, you like this, and they keep buying things, and I'm like, yeah, you're... It's probably how he, yeah. he showed affection, though. It's probably how he, the only way he knew how to show affection yeah. was, I'm going to get you things so that you'll love me. Yeah. It's like, here, honey, I love you. I, I got you horses. Yeah, well, I mean, he he has no semblance of family right. either, so he's probably scared and out of his mind. he's yearning for it. That's yeah. the problem, too, is yeah. he's yearning yeah. for family. If we're going into basically the psychology of yeah. the whole thing, yeah. yeah, he had abandonment issues. Yeah, so... So yeah. Her, her leaving him yeah. is the ultimate abandonment. And we see this because, you know, there's a year or two later, and I actually looked this up, and correct me if I'm wrong, he had a horrible couple of years. Yeah. Like, absolutely horrible, too. But yeah, and I think some, I wonder if some of that, like, uh, like with Garrick and Ruth, uh, when, when they were... Yeah, that didn't add to it. No, yeah, was, right? There was a lot of bad stuff just kind of happening to him for a, a decent amount yeah, of time. Yeah, as he was aging, he was yeah. right. getting on a little, his way. Yeah. Cool. Age, not, it well, really wasn't until he, he ended up with Claire that... Yeah, she, he started straightening out. Yeah. Like straightening out well. He yeah. lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, and she she should she shaped him up. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Well, I mean, she they balanced each other out, and also she cared. Yes. A she lot did. very deeply, and she's willing. Like where, it reminded me of um, I don't know if either I don't know Kaz and I saw it, but the um, 
the movie uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I have not. I have not seen it. Yeah, that. yeah, I, mean, yeah good, I think you did, yeah. I saw it. I've, I've yeah. heard good things. You've, you've, you've had nothing but good to, good to say about it. It's... It's funny. There's like his very first wife, and they do like a whole rock and roll thing, and it's kind it's, of Johnny Cashish. But it's funny. Yeah, yeah. his first wife going, "Okay, Dewey, you're never gonna make it." It's like I got a, I got a hit song on the radio, and I got thirty million dollars now. Yeah, but you're never gonna make it. And he's got like forty kids at home and stuff. Like it's. It did get to that. Yeah, he's definitely not himself, and things are really getting complicated, but he does reunite with Claire. Um, and, yeah, she's way better. 1927 happens, and he hits 60 home runs. Yeah. Which lasts how long? 30-something oh, years? Oh, yeah, 61. It was in no, Hank Aaron, Aaron beat his all-time. All time. Yeah. Okay. Seven fifty-five or seven fifteen, rather. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seven. Yeah, it was seven. Seven fourteen was the record. Seven fourteen was Babe, and um, Hank Aaron's, I believe, was seven fifty-nine or seven fifty-eight. Yeah. Fifty-five. She, she straight up rattled off the seven fourteen at one point, and then like twenty minutes later, she's like, "Hang on." I did get it right. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't even question you. It's fine. <laughs> I was just going through my memory going, okay, I know a lot yeah. about this, but she, I haven't thought about it. She was straight up fact-checking herself. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yes, I was right. Okay. Uh, so, 1932, we have the World Series. Game three, Ruth is at bat, strikes okay. out twice, and then points to center field, and it's the famous calling his shot I scene. I still get goosebumps thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. even the old still shots, and I, I um, and it brought back me up, what's that uh, director who does every documentary ever? Oh, Kevin Burns. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy that you picked that up. <laughs> like, it's like I knew who you were talking about, but the name was escaping me. It's just like yeah. I can hear his voice, yeah. but I can't remember his name. Yeah, we're gonna talk about baseball today. <laughs> Welcome to baseball. <laughs> baseball. We're baseball, probably gonna talk baseball. about the Civil War for a while too. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> yeah, the jazz one's really good. Yeah. Really, really super good because it's short too. Um, but he does this, and they, they, even when you see that, like Ken Burns does it, where they even show and they they have a long monologue, like it's like twenty minutes straight, where he, they so somebody took a shot of him doing that, yeah. of the actual photo, and he's just yeah. pointing, and it's it it, it leads more to the legend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, in the movie, yeah. um, it was John Goodman pointed like a Disney employee with the two fingers. Right. Did yeah. he do that? And it, did actually did, I guess. He did yeah. two Some fingers. people thought he he uh, was signaling two all two. But ah, okay. Yeah. Because it's like yeah, that's a little bit of trivia. Any Disney employee, if they ever point you somewhere, they'll do it with two fingers because pointing with one finger can be offensive in some cultures. Yep. Right. So they they're all t they're all taught to either do two oh. fingers or the whole hand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually tried to test that on Disney employees, and they constantly <laughs> just don't, wow, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> they have that they have it drilled into them, because if, like, a secret uh, secret shop or whatever catches them doing one-hand one point... And they do ooh, have them. they're yeah. getting written up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... But friends who recently got laid off at Disney... Kathy, oh. love you, so sorry. There sorry. is no virus in yeah. Bossing, say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the... Um, 
you know, they got, they, they recently got did that, but they talked about, you know, the training and just doing mm -hmm. that. And actually, one of my best buddies in high school was actually Donald Duck for a year. And our, he, uh, our, our buddy Lyle yeah. was, um, he worked, uh, did like the internship down at Disney for yeah. a couple years. A couple years, yeah. And cool. like, I believe at one point he was uh, uh, the suit actor for Blue yeah, for like Blue. a. Get for the a fuck out of here! For, yeah. a, for a couple days at least. Yeah. Because they swap out, but like for a few days he was wandering around as Blue. Yep. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> did he do the bare necessities? I do I, not know. <laughs> I. Doubt it. <laughs> I love you, Lyle. Doubt it. <laughs> uh, so, 1934, Babe Ruth is on the decline. He wants to pursue his post-career to get ambitions to become a manager. And it doesn't quite go so well with Colonel Jacob Rupert. No, it doesn't. <laughs> And um, not to be confused with Rupert from the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> um, Didn't he just have a kid? Yeah. He did. Rupert. He yeah. a little boy. He did? Yeah. Yep. Mm. There, and um, this is a good scene. Is after, you know, they, Claire marries, uh, Helen dies. That was so random. Helen dies yeah. in 1929. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, they, the it's actual, when they played with the, the yeah. years again. Yeah. The actual time, like, he doesn't actually marry Claire until after Helen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the purpose of that. A month or two after she oh, died, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah, the actual dates are a little wonky in the movie, but you know what? It makes for a somewhat better story. We can forgive it for now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Helen dies, and there's this weird. Um, it seemed like that scene really just it sped up yeah. a yeah. bit. Obviously, they're trying to show old-style film, but it's like, hey, by the way, Helen died, okay, movie, okay, let's move on. Yeah. Like, it just, like, direction-wise, it was just a little out of a choice. Yeah. In my I, own pain. I think Actually, they you know? just didn't want to stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's getting at this point, I mean, it's like an hour and a half in, and right. we're kind of close to the end. So he, Plus, the movie isn't about her. Yeah. It's about... Yeah. And he's starting to look Good real point. sick at this point. Yeah. Well, real the sick, man had I think. cancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had well, cancer, and they never actually told him, but I'll yeah. get to that in a bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have much longer in his life either at this yeah. point. Yeah. But I, I did like this scene here because this showed actually a really, really good partnership when. She slaps the colonel. Yeah. Yep. And I really wanted to make a clue joke in this, but I really couldn't <laughs> think of it. Claire slaps the colonel with, the her, with her hand in the library. With her hand in the library. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I couldn't. I was thinking about this on the ride over. Would that, like, be the library? that would be the study, right? Yeah. Technically. Okay, or the conservatory. Yeah. Yeah. Or like that yeah. weird game we played where you beat somebody with the conservatory in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> we, put the wrong, we put the wrong cards in there and couldn't figure out why nobody was right. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so Babe is released and he goes over to the Boston Braves. That now, was minor leagues, right? Yep. Yeah. I just thought it was major leagues. It was major leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, right. the Braves ended up moving to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were yeah. they were major leagues. They went to Milwaukee, then Atlanta. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, eventually. eventually. Yeah. You should mention that he he did almost have the opportunity to co not co uh, manage, except that he didn't want to manage the minor leagues. And yeah, that's... he wanted to manage like a, a major league team, and he couldn't 
And I guess get to be... over himself enough to well, manage. Well, he feels he deserved it, and yeah. honestly, it would be like a pay cut. And when you've been shit. playing baseball for twenty some odd years, yeah. you do know what you're talking about. Yeah, right? and you've just seen where they show it. Exactly, okay. yeah. and I get that. But if the guy said no, he's the one in charge. Yeah. No, I get and it. Ga- and he gave him a chance, and his ego wouldn't let him take it. Yeah, and yeah, and he could have worked his way up or yeah. done things like. Who's um who was major league players recently? Who's now coaching? Oh, um, Jeter owns a team now. He, yeah, so. he's an owner. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Boone was a former player. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Alex Cora, Aaron Boone. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Well, Pedro Martinez is in somewhere in the management. Uh, he is. He's, a, yeah. I think, an advisor for the Red Sox, I believe. I was oh, going to say, didn't VTech do stuff, too? Veritech uh, yeah. has something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spring training instructor or something like that. He interviewed to be a manager. Yes, yeah. I, knew, I, I knew that, actually. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was a pot. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah, that's right. He would be a good manager, though, I think. Yeah. He would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that because, okay, granted, that was my... That was my team. Yeah. So Vitek, he was yeah. my captain. Yeah. But um but yeah, he knew what the hell he was doing. Yeah. And yeah, he was the only one I ever saw who actually punched someone and it was great. That's right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> now I know you're saying was it let me see if I I get the sports ball man right. Jason Veritek? Yes. Okay. You keep calling him Vitek, and I'm just well, like, like that's that's the maker of like <laughs> pretend laptops <laughs> for kids. <laughs> that's true. Vitek makes the was it it's leapfrog, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just had a vision of his like Jason Veritek out of Vitek, like I'm a manager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a manager. A is for Oh parties with that. Oh man. A is for Acorn. I'm the <laughs> Manager! <laughs> I'm your manager! B is for baseball, no, B is for boobs! <laughs> Jason, you're playing on a calculator again. Oh, it's upside down. Oh! <laughs> uh, whether it's for baseball or for boobs, I say, ¿por qué no los dos? <laughs> So he's put onto the Boston Braves, and he's basically a com, you know, a comedic stunt just to yeah. bring in yeah. more tickets. Yeah, essentially. And he yeah. overhears it in one of those classic yeah. movie. I yeah. overheard something. Yeah. Scenes. Yeah. He's basically getting butts in seats, and yeah. he's got like that one stripe of light across his eyes. That, yeah, that was like strange direction there. And I, I almost, I was giggling inside watching it. I'm like, <laughs> there, there was like, this is a serious moment. <laughs> yeah. Look at my eyes. Ooh. Let's see, I was kind of expecting... You can see despair. Like, I was expecting the letterboxes to come in from the top and bottom <laughs> yeah. and have it just be like that face-off like from the Kung Fu movies. No, that would be, that would be a quick Tarantino. Did That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tarantino looked at this and went, ooh. Yeah. You know, instead of light, <laughs> yeah. we're just going to make the screen small. Yeah. Like, he went back and just ripped his Reservoir Dogs uh, <laughs> script out. Like, Is it no. just me or is the... the guy that was actually managing the team, he looked like a knockoff Quentin Tarantino. He, he did. did. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Right now, move your feet. I said move your feet. Dangle <laughs> them out of car oh. window. Now okay, everybody do that trap. Now everybody. let somebody lick them. What? I'm not a fetishist. What? <laughs> everybody stop your feet again. A little more. 
Like lovingly framed shots of to feet. To the left. Here, uh, two over five more minutes, please. The Quentin Tarantino movie dice make movies about feet. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Some of the stuff I wish they did, like where he went to, he took a taxi from first to second base. I wish they had showed that. Yeah, they talked it about was it. just like a montage or something, you know? We talked about it, but we didn't get to see it, which made me kind of sad. I'm not sure if that was real. It didn't pop up in any of my research. I don't know, but it could have been. I just wanted to see this. One of the stunts. games when he was getting booed was like, were they actually just pitching lemons at him the whole time? Yes. Day? Okay, I was okay. like, are people, old timey people, just snacking on lemons, or did no, they bring it's, these it's lemons? It's kind of like the people who throw you bring shit. like tomatoes and stuff to. Yeah. Where did you get that tomato? But now, um, nowadays, you throw anything on the field, everything stops. Yeah. Like, everything stops. Right. Yeah. Well, because baseball players are more dainty now than soccer players. It's not even just that. You don't know what's in these damn bottles. Yeah. Like, okay, we live fair, in a, fair, in a fair. rougher type of world. Fair, so. fair. Was there... Okay, I'm the Yankee expert here, but wasn't there something in, like... The '80s, where people were throwing chairs at Yankee on on the field at Yankee <laughs> Stadium. Oh, there, there was one time where Reggie Jackson had his own candy bar, the Reggie bars. Yeah. I remember they those. They threw them on the ground. On the on the, uh, they threw them. Reggie did something. I don't know if it was a three on one game, uh, but they they threw them all on the field. They, they just showered yeah, with, with candy yeah. bars. Yeah. Yeah. Not and bad. That day. Day. See, that's kind of cool. <laughs> ah, my eye. But it tastes so sweet. But I know in the. <laughs> 19 teens when I was doing the research for my episode, the last one I did, um, that I, I saw because the, the Yankees used to play in Hilltop Park and I saw that they used to have uh, I guess fans used to actually be able to go like around the perimeter of the field mm. and even in the movie you could see like the photographers behind um, like the not, not, not even in the crowd, they were just like yeah, yeah. yeah they were out there yeah. Yeah. it's kind of interesting it don't yeah. happen no more <laughs> uh, and yeah, so there's a good scene where he hits out three home runs. He's wicked yeah. sick. He's kind of just done. He's tired. He's done. He's you know, he throws the ball. He almost knocks himself out. He's bleeding. He, I, mean, I was so sad. During yeah, this scene. is where he goes more Babe Ruth and starts tipping more towards John Goodman at yeah. that time. It's like, scrap, God, I gotta kiss Roseanne later. Oh. <laughs> it seemed like he had gained some weight, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. did he do that in this movie? He, well, he, was one a, of those... he fluctuated a little bit in general, but yeah. he was always a big guy. He was always a big guy. Especially in the old Roseanne shows, you kind of mm. like... You oh, see, yeah, they both were. Yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, especially in, John Goodman. Like, see, in, in the new, yeah. like the the Connors show. Yeah. We're not gonna say talk about Roseanne because she's, you know... She's dead. dead. Yeah. She's scum. Yeah. But in the Connor shows, like he looks deflated. Yeah. He does. Like, well, yeah. He's scum when you lose a lot of weight yeah. Yeah. in a short period of like, time. Like he's still like the big dude, but it's just like it's like, man, your shirts don't fit well, right anymore. Yeah, that's, no. that's that's the thing, is like you end up with so much extra skin yeah. that you can't really do anything about it unless yeah. he had like a full facelift, that ain't gonna change. Yeah. yeah. There are treatments to actually reduce the skin folds. And I know it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of water too. It's a lot of water, a lot of things. Yep. It's it's very. I've heard for some it's very painful without yeah, surgery too. I've heard I've heard that even yeah. with the surgery it's yeah. extremely painful. So. Right. Well. Yeah, because yeah. it's basically stapling your stomach. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, and, I mean the skin removal in general yeah. is no, actually yeah, extremely painful Yeah, but it's too. removing and stapling right. the stomach Ooh. together. Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. It, it's not done very daintily either. I don't want to think about it. 
Yeah, no, I mean, neither. No. Either. So, I mean, he, he blasted out three home runs, and, you know, the owner of the team wants to shake his hand, he drops the Braves cap on the ground, indicating that he's quitting the team. Yeah. And this part was one that I think you could kind of do without, but at the end of the movie, Ruth is walking away out of the dugout through the entrance tunnel, but Johnny appears, now he's all grown up, you know, yeah. hey Mr. Ruth, you know, you gave me this ball when I was young, and look, I got better, I was on my deathbed, everything is good, but you know what, bada bing, I don't know why he's <laughs> that guy to me, but okay, like that. yeah, he's suddenly running yeah, a strip club in give Jersey, back to you, it kind of came out that way, I don't know, it's, <laughs> He's Johnny Soprano, all right? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but he responds, I'm gone, Johnny. I'm solid gone. I need to go lay down for a minute. <laughs> yeah, walking away. When he was doing when he was doing that walk away just like the the stagger towards yeah. the thing, it's just like that's me at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like I need to go lay down. I've had days like that. <laughs> I've I've yeah. like I'm gonna go sit down yeah. before I fall down. Red fades out with Johnny yelling, You're the best, you're the best that's ever been Pauses for a moment and fades. Yeah. And then we get title cards. He died of throat cancer. Yeah. Oh, and he never Whoopsie. made manager. Yeah. He never made manager. Um, Hank Aaron beat his record, but yeah. he played, like, was it 2,500 more at-bats? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, he he did die of of cancer. Yeah. He did not know he had cancer. Um, the doctors never actually told him. He That's actually was one of, of the very first patients to ever have chemotherapy and radiation at the same time. Um, and he was part of a lot of um, experimental drugs and things like that. Wow. His name was never actually put in the medical journals though because he was so high profile. So, but a lot of his, um, a lot of his, uh, the research and everything they've done and the results from his stuff actually forged ahead in cancer research. Wow. So, but wait, time out. So they put him through chemo, which to my understanding, is a rough situation. But they didn't without tell him. telling him that he had, without telling him he, why? He ended up figuring it out himself, but I they never imagine. actually told him. Oh, that's bullshit. Plus, you got to remember, it was like the 19, like 40s, I think. Okay. I mean, still, it's, you should still tell some, if somebody, <laughs> if, 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 if somebody's dying of cancer, they've got it, you know, it's almost terminal at this point, tell them. They deserve to know. But you're thinking 2020 brain, but at this point in time, there's yes. no HIPAA laws or anything, <laughs> and there's still advertisements on the radio, not yet on TV, but on the radio that doctors recommend Lucky Strike. I still, I still say yeah. just... Cigarettes? I still, I still say he deserves to know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He deserves, he deserves to know, yeah, but you're, you're just... Yeah. I think you're kind of pulling it. Out of, out of yeah. time, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, if it was like the 20s and 30s, I'm like, yeah, just do cocaine about it. Yeah. 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 So you like know, your, your blood is haunted. Let's yeah. do some like cocaine. Gary, um, how he knew about uh, ALS, even though they don't really know a whole lot yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that still it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah, it wasn't far off, really. No. no. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, he yeah. took a couple of big hits just really. Yeah. Like, all yeah. right. Wow. Oh, 
Ruth passed away in, 19, in 1948, so he actually lived a little bit longer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he was out of the spotlight, though, yeah, he for was, the most yeah. part. They was, had, I think, his last yeah. thing was they had a farewell address for Babe Ruth, and he got to dress the crowd and speak to them. He mm. also, his, yeah. yeah. He had that very rough, fast, raspy voice. He also um, had a lot to do with the... Um, the Babe Ruth story, like the making of his own story. Oh, yes. He had a lot to do with it. Um, and he actually saw it in theaters because he died two days after. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he had a lot to do with it. He also, because it was his own life and when it's autobiographical, you have a tendency to embellish. So yeah. there were some embellishments in yeah. it. Because, hey, it's my story. I'm going to tell it the way I yeah. want to see it. Yeah. I'm going to tell um, it the way I experienced it. But that's not true. Shut up. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Don't need to talk about that. Who's going to defend? <laughs> who's going to attack me? It's like, who's telling the story, bitch? Now sit down. <laughs> so, we're going to get into fantasy casting in a little bit, but we're going to tell you a little bit more about 4041 Media. Woo! Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. So, Brian, while we're doing it with 4041 Media, and we just talked about some of those shows, can you please plug Historic Pinstripes for me? Um, yeah, sure. Um... Uh well, Historic Pinstripes is, the goal of it is just to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing, like, the greatest uh, Yankees players and moments in Yankee history. And, and I, um, basically, I just like, I, I like to talk about the Yankees and, yeah. and just, uh, I try to keep the episodes a little bit shorter because it's, it's a little bit, if it's with, with one person, it's a little bit, the people's attention span, it's easier to, to, to try to make it more entertaining like that. But I tried to put in a lot of research into it so that way I can find mm-hmm. out. And I tried to yeah. learn learn um, a lot about it. And I just basically, I, you know, I've always enjoyed talking about the Yankees. And um, uh, feel free to check it out. And if you have any friends that are Yankee fans, or even if you're just a baseball fan, feel free to check it out. With them. At, uh, the, there's a, we have a Twitter, at HistoricNYY, HistoricPinstripes at gmail.com. If you ever want to like suggest a show or something like that. And Facebook is a historic pinstripe show. Twitter, uh, no, I said that. Instagram is at historic pinstripes, and I think that's it. Cool. Your matchup episodes of different Yankee teams. Oh, yeah. The challenge. Your Yankee challenge, yeah, like those are absolutely awesome. Thanks. Like the, the last one you had had just been like. As long as you're listening, I am a I am a historical and you know relates to hell. Yeah. We talk about theoretical things on this show all the damn time. Yeah. You know, what if, what if, what if, and we're about to get into it now. <laughs> but, um, you know, with yours, it's like, I think you should do more of those. Like, yeah. more of those. Like, the, what was yours? Was the 1904, 1924 Yankees versus the 1995 Yankees? Yeah, there was the 97, uh, then, 
I yeah. I, well, I was thinking. I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to think like. As far as Babe Ruth, I don't think I, I agree. I don't think John. I think John Goodman was the best. Mm. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe Lou Gehrig. Like maybe they could. I was thinking maybe Chris Pratt could be a Lou Gehrig. Roll it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Well, although, he, could, he could probably even pull off a Babe Ruth, but I don't think they would need another no. Babe Ruth. Maybe if they did no. like a remake. I mean, jo- I mean, John Goodman was probably the best of any potential yeah. casting you could have done. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else do it. See, a 17, and I can't see the other one. Four, that's a 21, yeah, so it right just hits the edge. Just makes it. <laughs> just 20, hits the edge. So how does it change the movie? Uh, well, he's going to be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, well, I mean, I guess I just kind of, because, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, there's a movie called Moneyball, and uh, Chris Pratt plays Scott, uh, Scotty, uh, Scott Hatterberg, they call him Scotty H, but... Um, because he's a first baseman, I think that's why I kind of naturally felt that. But also, I guess he's lost a lot of weight too. Chris Pratt yes. and Lou Gehrig's yeah. in a lot of shape, a, good, a lot of a very good shape. And I felt like, um, I felt like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like Chris Pratt's a really good actor, and I think he could have yeah. better. Yeah. Mark, Mark's <laughs> Chris Pratt was kind of, was kind of chunky, and now he's like, well, he's, he's like, shaped up. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's he shaped up through it though. Change yeah. it, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking parts of that. I just gotta add a little oh, yeah. bit to that. <laughs> what if it's part of it's part if it's Andy Dwyer? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Hey, right at the ball! That would be, be hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! Where are my pants? Where are my pants? I hit the ball. <laughs> People like cried. <gasps> I'm a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would be, that would be awesome. That would be hysterical. Hey, look, look, look. <laughs> well, see the Chris Pratt thing. We can see like that. We can see him arguing about who's in charge. Because <laughs> he got that whole at the end of Avengers, like as long as we remember that I'm in charge. Yeah. Well, no, I'm in charge. No, no, I'm in charge. <laughs> so Chris Hemsworth would have been Babe Ruth in that. Oh, in that, uh, oh my God. <laughs> In, in that analogy, we, we would um, put Thor as <laughs> freaking. Um, he would hit it with his hammer. I mean, it was, they, were thunder, they were thunderous hits. So, well, I mean, we're, we're playing with this all. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody please roll that. This is the Babe Ruth MCU. Right, well, <laughs> you can roll it. Okay. See what we got. 12 and 11, uh, 23. 23. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie got weird, and now it's part of the MCU. <laughs> so, when he's, when he's mad at that other dude for picking up his bat, at least he has a good reason now. Okay. Don't Hemsworth, touch with the Thor. Fat Thor. Yeah. Oh, Fat Thor. Oh, my God. Fat Thor. <laughs> well, you know, it makes sense. He drank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it makes, okay, I can dig it. Dude, he's Dude Thor. He's Dude Thor. He's yeah. Dude Thor. Thor. <laughs> okay, go. Is, it's the dude, babe. Yeah. <laughs> babe. Dude? The dude, babe. That's the best new babe. movie's title. <laughs> babe, this guy's calling me a dickhead again. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, babe. So, Brian, thank you very much for tagging on this one because... We needed to have somebody who could speak expertise with baseball, because yeah. clearly you can tell there's yeah. 
Well, Josh, you did awesome too. Sorry, but I'm sorry. No, 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 Josh. I'm sorry. I really just realized I almost insulted you. My apologies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, somebody who can. I mean, dude, nobody can talk Yankees better than. Yeah, you. I can't do Yankees. That Come on, much. like you I know, know like, Ruth, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I just gotta add to this. Uh, Brian was on a podcast recently with a dude who was from New York. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was that podcast you were on? It was actually a YouTube uh, video, YouTube show. Yeah. Or, or there's, a, there's a TV show, uh, Comcast. Yeah. Uh, BronxNet. It's a com- cable, cable access in uh, in the Bronx, New York. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And they were on the, they had, he has a YouTube channel called, um, uh, what was it, uh, uh, the, uh, oh, Section 420 Talking Yankees. Yeah. Um, the host okay. is uh, James Zeiss. And he yeah. had asked me on uh, Instagram, he had sent me a message if, uh, asking if I wanted to be on because he's been interviewing a lot of people, a lot of, like, there's a lot of Yankee podcasts out there. Yeah. He's been interviewing a lot of them. So he, yeah, I was one of them that he had asked. And cool. That's very cool. And I just got to add to it because he was asking questions to Brian mm-hmm. and getting some, and, uh, Getting some answers wrong, and Brian actually trumped him on a bunch of things. And it's like, no, I'm like, 44 to 1 media prize, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is so cool. Like, dude, you would have never done that years ago. I was so proud to be a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you've done has been great. So, all right, we've got to go ahead and close this out, and we've got to add a snippet of just enough for copyrights. Uh, we got to do uh, David Bowie Labyrinth um, Magic Dance. <laughs> yes. What? Why? <laughs> because of these lyrics. So be good. So be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good. Fucking love.